The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon on the East Coast, 2 p.m. Good morning, everyone on the West Coast, 11 a.m. This is Patricia Raskin, host of Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Today we're talking about how you can change the world and your life through service and through finding your purpose. And my guest is Angela Perkey. You know, 18,000 children die of hunger every day. By 2030, there will be no glaciers left in the Glacier National Park. 47 million Americans do not have health insurance. From job loss and foreclosures to global warming and poverty, it's hard not to feel powerless in the face of such depressing news. Yet, many young people today are more eager than ever to get involved, to do something to improve the world. They crave meaningful lives that are worth remembering. My guest, Angela Perkey, is the author of the new book, Change the World, Change Your Life, Discover Your Life Purpose Through Service, which shows young people how to get involved and effectively address the problems that they care most about from their own backyard to the world stage. And it gives you kind of a blueprint of being in service and uh, lots of links and practical resources to starting a nonprofit or another service agency. Welcome, Angela Perkey. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Angela Perkey is the founder of Student Serve, a national nonprofit that awards service grants to college students. Student Serve has been mentioned or featured in several publications including the Chronicle of Higher Education and USA Today. You can log on to change the world and change your life. All right, Angela, how did you decide to create this? You are a young 23 years old. How did you decide to create this? Yes, well, as a student in college, I attended the College of Wayne and Mary. I double majored in economics and government. And as a part of my classes, we were studying all of these global problems, so from poverty to health care to war to uh, sexual assaults. The, the problems seemed endless. And in our classes, though, our professors were challenging us to write papers about potential solutions to these problems and also ways that we could get involved to, to make a difference. And we were really approaching them initially from an academic perspective. But we realized, my, my colleagues, my classmates and I realized that we really could have an impact. And as we started to put together these proposals, we, uh, we realized that, so yes, we could make a difference, but we just needed some basic funding to enact them. So even a couple hundred dollars to a thousand dollars per project would enable college students 
to make significant impacts on solving these world problems and starting in their local communities. So what you started to do was raise money exactly. on a grassroots level. Exactly. And you reached out to students. Yes, we reached out to students and anybody on campus at the College of William and Mary and our parents, friends, family, anybody who would be willing to donate. Mm, wonderful. And what happened after that? I mean, now that you collected the money, how did it come in? Was it in $10 bills, $5 bills? Was it from a few people, many people? How did you get the word out and how did you get that going? Well, initially, yes, it was, you know, we would get $10 donations, $25, and then occasionally we would get $100. Um, so it, it started out in really small amounts. Just anybody who believed in us and what we were doing and would be willing to donate, um, you know, we were so appreciative of anything that they could offer. And then we received a grant from MTV, and uh, initially later we, we also received a grant from Ernst & Young, all right, and wait, I want to go back. You said course. from MTV. Yes. Which is so interesting because you would think that would be the last place that would give you a grant for this kind of thing. Right, exactly, exactly. But I mean, one, of, one of the things that I very much believe in is that anybody can make a difference, you know, regardless if you enjoy watching MTV or, uh, or, or not. You know, anybody, regardless of age, can. How did you connect with MTV? How did that happen? Did you write to them for a grant? Did you apply for a grant? Yes, I submitted an application, and so I described my idea, what we were already doing, and um, provided just general information about about the project, about students serve, and then I interviewed with them and gave them additional information, and then they fortunately awarded us the grant, which enabled us to really get the organization off the ground. Mm, amazing. So let's talk about the organization and the beginnings of the organization. Now, I, uh, you must, are you the president? Well, my official title is founder and executive director, but, uh, but you have to understand it's all on a volunteer basis, so I am a volunteer. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So what happens with the funds? How do you select the programs or charities? Well, we have application cycles in which students will submit an application for a service project that they are uniquely qualified to execute. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is we have rounds in usually from October 1st to November 15th in which any college student, and now we're accepting applications from graduate students as well, can submit their ideas for how to make a difference. And on our application, we specifically ask about where they're going to school, basic information about their majors, and then also more detailed information about the specific projects that they want to, to, to conduct using a grant from StudentServe, and then also why they are uniquely qualified to run this project. Mm -hmm. And then we review those applications and make decisions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you say that... Um that all people, whether you're a multimillionaire, whether or not you're Harvard-educated, whether or not you've even been to college or whatever your degrees are, that anybody can change the world. You really believe that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So much of changing the world can occur, uh, well, I, I think that there's a misperception oftentimes that changing the world has to be on a huge global scale, right? We have to solve 
the AIDS crisis, we have to end all homelessness um, and, and actually, you know, create a solution to these huge problems. But as an individual, that's very difficult to do. I think that changing the world can be just as effective. We, we can change the world just in a matter that's just as effective on an individual basis. So an individual making a difference to life in another person really changes the world. And anybody can do that. One person anybody. at a time, right? Absolutely. One person at a time, one raindrop at a time, one person at a time. And, you know, I've heard that so much when we were talking about voting, remember, during the election. Exactly. And people would say, you know, why should I vote? It's not going to make any difference. But we have seen. I mean, look what happened in Florida. We've seen how one vote does make a difference. So it right. really um, it really can change. What do you right. suggest people do if they oh. want to get involved? There are countless ways, and to start, I think, I think a lot of people are daunted by, you know, okay, how do I solve the AIDS crisis, right, or how do I end all wars, you know, and so, so when you think about starting to get involved in volunteer service, it can be a little intimidating, but the best place that I think to start is to just think about, you know, what, out of all the issues out there, what really do you care about most? You know, is it health care? Is it the environment? Is it children's issues? There, there are so many issues out there that it's very important to pinpoint one specific issue so that you can concentrate your efforts and, and really see an impact that you're making. And so look at the newspaper. Read, uh, read, read books on specific topics. Watch the news. Go online. And just explore all the different issues that are out there and determine what is it that really is most important to you? If you could solve one problem, what would that be? Mm-hmm. And then that's where you start. And you, you look at what the needs are within healthcare, within uh, education, within global warming. And then that's how you get your start. Very interesting. What are, who are some of the, the, the people who have come to you? Give us some stories and examples. Oh, there are countless examples. Um, one one of the most exciting stories to me was when when the book was first published. So it was just it was less than a month ago. So March first, I received an email from a woman who's, who lives close by to me in the Washington D.C. area, and she was starting. She's she's a doctor and an OB/GYN, and she is now starting a clinic for underprivileged women who cannot afford to see a gynecologist and just get a basic exam for a pap smear to test for cervical cancer. Um, And so she is starting a clinic so that she can see these patients for free of charge. And that's that's a significant issue because many of these women are not able to afford health insurance. Their employers do not sponsor health insurance. And so what happens is that they don't go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. And many clinics, there there are local clinics that will provide basic health services. Yeah, it's a wonderful way. When I um, lived in the South, there was a, a female physician who did the same thing. She had a free mm-hmm. clinic, and it was a wonderful, wonderful way to give back. Right. Really very special. Right. You know, and it, you, um, you also talk about buying certain products like hybrids or organic produce or chemical-free household products. Um, is that a contribution? Is that enough? Is doing that enough if you can't do anything else, or do we need to do more, Angela? Anybody can buy organic produce 
or a hybrid, that's kind of the easy way out, I think, in my opinion. Is that important? Absolutely. You know, it's it's very important to watch what you consume and how much, and and your purchasing decisions can certainly make a difference. However, I think a lot of us can do much more to contribute to our society than buying organic carrots at the grocery store, for example. You know, we, we all are endowed with certain certain gifts, natural talents that we can contribute to other people. And, and to me, service is just as much of a spirit in addition to buying decisions. And so I think it's very, very much important for us to donate our time and our gifts in addition to making decisions about what we, what we purchase. All right, we're going to take a break. Tell us about your book, how people can find you, how they can get involved in changing the world and changing your life. Angela, are you there? Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. What I asked was we have, we're going to take a break, so tell us how we can find you and a little bit about the program and where people can log on to. Of course, and about the of book. course. I'm sorry. So anybody can go to Amazon, and the book is there, Change the World, Change Your Life. And you can also go on to my website. It's changetheworldchangeyourlife.com. And those are the best ways. You can also go to Student Serve, the national nonprofit that I started. Okay, we're going to take a break. My guest is Angela Perky. Her book is Change the World, Change Your Life. Discover your life purpose through service. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. 
If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi everyone, we are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. We're here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Today we're talking about how you at any age can change the world and change your life. My guest is Angela Perkey, and her book is Change the World, Change Your Life. Discover Your Life Purpose Through Service. And Angela is really interesting. She's the founder of Student Serve, a national nonprofit that awards service grants to college students. Student Serve have been mentioned or featured in several publications, including Chronicle of Higher Education and USA Today. You can log on to changetheworldchangeyourlife.com. And she created this uh, organization at the age of 23. Welcome back, Angela. Thank you. All right, so I'm looking at your book here in terms of a real step-by-step process, and I know that it's really hot off the wall. And I really like this, this Chapter 3, Mirror, Mirror on the Wall, Uncovering What Matters to You in Your Life. So what you're saying here is really, before you give back, find something, and you said this before in the first segment, that really means something to you. Absolutely. It's important to recognize that each of us has specific issues that resonate with us, and a lot of that is a result of our life's experience. And so, for my example, it was, it was an important issue to provide grants to college students so that they could make a difference because I realized that that was something that I wanted to do, but the funds just were not available. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I started Student Serve, and it, it just really increases your passion for the specific cause that you're working on, if you have a personal connection to that issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I really like here are the questions that you ask people. You ask people to uncover their strengths. What are they good at? What do they enjoy? What are their weaknesses? And then you also ask them for their four life goals and how they spend their work life. Also, what do they do in their home life? What is their spiritual life? What is their community life like? And you ask lots of questions, which I think is really interesting. And then at the end you say, is there anything missing? So you help people to really uncover what works for them and what doesn't. Well, yes, that's, that's the goal of, of this section. And I, I find that for me personally, it's so easy to breeze through life and to ignore the difficult questions. Uh, I work full-time as a business analyst, so I'm heavy into finance and the economy and working with, with companies. And I work long hours in addition to the volunteer work that I do with students there. And it's easy to just breeze through and forget to just take some time to stop and think about what we're doing and where we're going and if this is the right direction for our lives. And when choosing a path in which to serve, it's really important to go ahead and identify what it is that you want personally, what your goals are. Yes, and and in Chapter 4 you say unite your cause with your goals. 
to have your global purpose. But what I also really like is in, in part two, one of the things you say is face up to your fears because a lot of what stops us are our fears. Explain that. Well, so often in service, you're interacting with people that you wouldn't necessarily always interact with. So whether you're a wealthy individual interacting with a homeless person or whether you're an elderly individual who's volunteering at an elementary school, there, there are certain comfort zones that you're walking out of. And there's a fear associated with that. And so I think that with service, you need to kind of overcome that. And facing up to your fears and recognizing them is really, I think, the most effective way to do so. Mm-hmm. What do you do with your fears? Give us an example. Give us an example of one of your fears and how you work through that. Sure. Well, one of my fears was meeting a member of Congress, and I talk about this further in the book in, in additional details, but I, I had the opportunity to meet with a member of Congress, and I was just so intimidated. This was the first time that I had ever met with a public official, and I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but but one of the things I did was I just wrote down my fears, and I was like, well, and, and I identified, you know, what what is it that's so scary, right, about meeting with a member of Congress? And, and writing down those fears and getting a sense of understanding really helps me when I did enter the meeting and speak with a congressman, and I was able to articulate what I wanted to say as well as possible, and I began to, to feel much more confident in my abilities. And I think that it was really just writing down and thinking through those fears, that lack of confidence that enabled me to, to meet with a congressman and, and overcome that, uh, that fear. Absolutely. And so you did that through writing. So you suggest people write. What about uh, talking to a mentor about that? Oh, absolutely. There are, there are numerous ways that people can address their fears. And then one, of, one of the best ways is to talk through it with a trusted mentor or a family member, uh, you know, someone that you have confidence in and that, that will provide you with good advice and who knows you well. Um, but, but writing is certainly a way, talking through it, um, just, just thinking. I think a lot of times that we don't reflect enough on the things that are out there that, that really intimidate us, and, and, and I think we often let, um, let small things get in the way of doing great things. And, uh, but, but just having that, that time to reflect and talk it through is very helpful. In the next chapter, you talk about using your money to make a difference. Now, as you know, this is a tough time for a lot of people. So what about people who want to give but just don't have a lot of money to give? Sure. You can give in so many ways. And financially, it's, well, for me personally, it was difficult when I first started giving. And I've, I've got to say, I grew up in a family where I was expected to tithe. And tithing, if you're not familiar with the religious custom, is to give 10% of your income away to church or a charity or nonprofit organization. And when I was first told by my parents to tithe, it was not exactly <laughs> a welcome uh, mandate. And so it was difficult at first. But it's a, it's a custom where once you start giving, even if it's not 10%, you know, even if you can only spare $2 a week, that's still something that you're giving up to give to somebody else. And that's meaningful. 
I think a lot of giving in a, in a financial aspect is just giving to a point where it means something, where you are giving something up for somebody else. That's a true gift. And even if you don't have a significant income, you can skip maybe a fast food meal a week, and that can enable you to donate $5 to charity or to a cause that's important to you. It doesn't have to be a significant amount of money. It's, it's really more of a principle of giving something up so that you can give to someone else. Mm-hmm. You talk about maximizing your time on earth. So that's, that's really time management. And that's, yes. that's often a real challenge because people today are so busy. Many are so busy, unless they're retired, and sometimes they're also often busy. Right. Right, absolutely, and I think that this is one of the most difficult areas of our lives to master is how we use our time, and when it comes down to it, this is one of the most important things that we need to do is is really take account of how we use our time because the minutes form the hours which form the days which form the years of our lives, and so with time, it's so important to realize where you're spending it, and I, I do think time is a type of currency that you spend. You choose how to use it. And if that is being used in the most effective and important ways to you personally. And so in terms of time management and and connecting that to volunteering, I think taking a diagnosis type of approach is the best way to, to start uncovering time that you have where you can give it to other people Mm-hmm. And, um, and 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 still be able to eat three meals a day and make the bed and take the kids to school and do all of the other obligations that you're already fulfilling in your life. We're going to take a break, but before we do, what would you say has been the most valuable part of creating this organization, which you created, called Student Serve, which is a national nonprofit that awards service grants to college students? What's been the most rewarding piece for you, Angela? Oh, there have been so many, but probably to me it's so gratifying when we receive applications from college students and being able to read about their real passion and desire to make a difference using their unique gifts. That trumps all other things. I love working with our other volunteers, but seeing what college students can do with even a couple hundred dollars and the ideas that they have is just so inspiring. That has been rewarding. Mm-hmm. All right. Tell people again how they can right, find your book. Absolutely. Well, the book is called Change the World, Change Your Life, Discover Your Life Purpose Through Service, and it's been published by Canary Press. And if you're interested in learning more, you can go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble online, and you can search my name, Angela Perky, or the book's title, and look inside the book and get a sense of, of what's inside. Or you could also visit my website at changetheworldchangeyourlife.com. Great. All right. My guest is Angela Perky. She's the founder of Student Serve. Again, you can log on to Change Your Life, Change Your World, changeyourlife.com. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned, folks. We will be right back. Ask the 
experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We're talking to Angela Perkey, who is the author of the new book, Change the World, Change Your Life, Discover Your Life, Purpose Through Service. She is the founder of Students Serve, a national nonprofit that awards service grants to college students. You can log on to Change the World, Change Your Life. Welcome back, Angela. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about um, talk about fulfilling your life. How do you change the world? And I think one of your chapters is talking about being a virtual visionary. So I would imagine that's through online work. Yes, absolutely. And there are really infinite ways to make a difference, which is great because anybody can serve. And so... Even if you're homebound, if you're not able to get out of the house, you can still serve. You can go, there are websites and organizations where you can spend time, and even if it's just a few minutes a day, writing to our soldiers who are overseas, just just writing an email of encouragement and sending that off. Anybody can do that. It costs nothing, and it can really make a difference in someone's life. And then if you have the technical abilities, you can create a website and generate additional awareness online, or you can raise money online. Um, If you prefer interacting with people and getting out, you can coach a sports team if you're athletic or if you love to cook. You can host a bake sale. There There are countless ways to pair your interests and skills with 
and, and, and what you do best with your passion for, uh, for solving a global problem. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have a quote here from Marion Wright Edelman. It's time for greatness, not for greed. It's time for idealism, not ideology. It's time not just for compassionate words, but compassionate action. It's a beautiful quote, isn't it? It really is, and very inspiring and relevant to these times, because with our economic strife, I hope that we've realized that there's so much more to life than having the superior car or an eight-bedroom McMansion, as they're called. Uh, you know, there's that, that can be fulfilling, but I think only to a certain extent. And so giving to others and giving ourselves to others, I think hopefully has uh, has struck a chord with people. And, and I, I hope that we can see what our true value is behind, you know, beyond our material possessions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, you were telling me during the break that you work full-time in the financial world and that you're very busy, really in sort of a left-brain world, and yet here you are really creating a nonprofit, global, kind of um, right-brain, using your intuition, organization. How do you balance those two, Angela? Well, to be honest, it's a challenge. <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie. You know, sometimes it can be overwhelming when you have so many commitments, so many things that you love to do and are interested in. But you just make it work is what I've found, is that you make a decision to stick with a nonprofit and to also do your best at your job. And you work around life, and, and that's how you do it. And I think that so many of us get stressed out over small things and over big things, rightfully so. But I think we just have to keep in perspective that we can do anything that we say that we want to do and commit to. You know, it might take a lot of hard work. It might take some sacrifices in terms of not watching TV every night, but um, but it's worth it in the end if it's something that's meaningful to you. And so for me personally, I yes, I, I work full-time. I'm in finance and um, particularly in management consulting, which is known for very long hours, but but I just I just make it work. Um, and and I, I work around life and um, make sure that I, my my mom is so good about making sure that I uh, stay in balance and uh, <laughs> she'll, she'll call and, and make sure that I'm making making time for something fun and that I still have friends and I'm still still breathing in a life but um, but no I I think you just you just choose what's important to you and then and then do it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. chapter 10 finding the funds finding the money and then taking, making the team to make it happen. So how do you find the money? That can be challenging in these times, too. Absolutely. And that's the nuts and bolts, I think, for many organizations and initiatives in terms of making a difference because it does cost money. And I think the first thing you do is say, well, what can I give? You know, what can I personally donate to this cause that's important to me? So often I think we overlook that, yes, you know, we, we also <laughs> make money. It's not just the Bill Gates and uh, Warren Buffett's, Oprah Winfrey's of the world. And we can all contribute first from our own funds. And then go to friends and family. It's as simple as that. Go to the people who care about you and will also care about the causes that you're passionate about. Uh, there are also numerous nonprofits, foundations, government organizations where you can receive funds. 
But, but I think first it's important when you're getting started to, to contribute as much as you can personally. And after you've done that, then it's part, the next step is really finding the team. So you can't do it alone. How did you enlist other people to help you? Well, first I started just by simply sending out emails to people that I knew to see if they would be interested. And so I got volunteers who, and, and it, we were all, so I'm not in college now. I graduated two years ago, but we were all college students, and I got somebody who was interested in journalism to help with our communication strategy, and she sent out press releases and helped us get a, like news attention for what we wanted to do and uh, get, get awareness of students served. And I, I also recruited a, like a finance student who was interested in becoming an accountant to do our mm-hmm. finances. Um, and so, so it built from there. And gradually we just put together a team of people who, who could benefit from the volunteer work and, and um, really believed in student serve. And that's how we made it happen. And did it happen in a short period of time, or did it take a while? It took a while. It took a while. But I think that's what made it rewarding and, and has made it meaningful to me, is that it has taken a lot of effort. Uh, but, but once you it, – it does get easier as you go along. It, it, it's more difficult when you're first starting out to determine, you know, how do, how do I start a nonprofit? How do I make this work? And hopefully that's what the book can do is kind of – pave the way for people who are interested in making a difference. So I can uh, explain some of, the, some of the things that I didn't know initially. For example, that it costs about $700 or more to start an official 501c3 nonprofit. I, that, that's something that I didn't realize, is that it costs money to actually start a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. But, um, but that's, that's something you learn along the way, and you commit to it, and it makes it worthwhile. Yes, absolutely. All right, we have, we have a few minutes left, so I'd like you to kind of um, give us some closing thoughts. You know, if people, and a little bit about the resources that are in your book, if people want to start their own nonprofit. Sure. Or be part of one in terms of service. Sure. I think the, at the end of the day, it's important to remember that anybody can make a difference, regardless if you have seven kids or are retired or are seven years old and just want to run a lemonade stand, anybody can do something to make a difference. And we all have unique talents and gifts that can be used in special ways to give to others. Service is something that's done not just by creating nonprofit organizations. It's by treating others with respect on an everyday basis. It's the spirit of how you work with other people. It's, uh, it's something that comes across every day. It's not just a one-time run for charity or a one-time bake sale. You can change the world by being nice to people and by treating others with kindness. And so if you want to take those additional steps and if you want to do a concentrated service effort where you really focus on a specific problem, there are so many ways to get started, and it, it just comes from creating an idea of what you want to do to address a problem, getting involved with the people that you know, asking for money if you need it, giving what you can, 
and then and then finding the resources to 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 do it and hopefully again the, hopefully the book can help give not only inspiration but also practical resources in terms of where to start because that I think is the most difficult part especially if you want to start an organization or if you want to to start an effort that uh, will involve significant amount of time mm-hmm. and, right. and possibly experience that. The book has resources in terms of how to start a website, how to blog, how to connect with friends, and which is great. How do you start a fundraiser? You know, it's it's not great. as easy as, as all right. Well, my guest has been very enthusiastic. This is her first book, and she is changing the world with her book. And the name of her book is Change the World, Change Your Life, Discover Your Life Purpose Through Service. And Angela Perky certainly has done that. You can log on to her website, which is changetheworldchangeyourlife.com. Angela, I really want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, and, and I love the resources in the back of the book. As you said, if people want to start their own fundraiser, they don't have to start a whole organization, but how to network and, and the links. And so there, there's a lot here, folks. I really suggest that you find this book, Change the World, Change Your Life. And, it, it, you know, whether or not you want to start a nonprofit or whether you just want to find some resources to help you, um, they are listed in the book. All right. Folks, we've come to, to the uh, end of this segment of Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. I'll put you on my newsletter list. would love to do that. And remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Have a great Monday and a great week. Thank you.